had a good session this past session, and I think that that will provide a, a great baseline of where to begin our work this coming year. MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast Legislative Session. Got to have the ability to get their product to market. As long as you're performing, we want to be behind you pushing. Welcome into another edition of the Extra Mile Podcast Legislative Session presented by the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm MDOT Deputy Director of Public Affairs, Paul Katul, and I'm riding solo today. My co-host, Will Kraft, will be back soon enough with us. Uh, because the session moves fast, I do want to note that today's episode is being recorded on March 21st. And really excited about today's guest, another first-time guest. We have State Senator Rita Potts-Parks. She took office in 2012 and represents District 4, which is Alcorn and Tippa counties. Senator Potts Parks, thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I'm a first-timer, so take it easy on me. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's always fascinating to kind of see how people's careers develop and, you know, where they come from, where they end up. So kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to run for public office. Certainly. Um, My dad was a community politico. I guess that would be the best place for me to start. So very young, we had some community uh, stores. That was what the trend was in the rural Mississippi is service the communities. So uh, I grew up in that environment and uh, just heard politics from the time I could walk probably and talk. So um, as I grew older, it just didn't seem like a perfect time in my life. But then there came a time um, as I excelled in my career, had children, and um, as my husband and I decided that financially and, and it was a time that he could take over, so uh, it was time for me to get in politics. And so I ran uh, for state senator. Uh, I guess I, I, I skipped all the lower levels and went to the top level. But um, at that time, uh, there was a, you know, it was an open, and uh, so I took that opportunity. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I understand you also have a little bit of a business background. So can you talk about that and kind of maybe how that helps you as a state senator? Certainly. I come from a business background and what you will find in the Senate, there are lots of attorneys. And I say we we work, you know, probably about 70 percent of the year doing attorney bills. And I do that with tongue in cheek if there was an attorney sitting here beside of me. Mm-hmm. That is a, just a, a running joke in the in the Senate. But from a business perspective, and, I, I, and another reason that I ran that is I thought that I could bring that piece to um, the, the Senate. Uh, it's a different perspective and different lens that you look at things. Uh, you look at the financials a little differently. You look at why you're doing it and what the future, what what impact that's going to have on the future, usually from a business perspective. So I feel like that that is uh, what I bring and where I'm coming from in the background. I've been in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, I'm about to tell my age, a little over 30 years. Started in the manufacturing and then um, on to distribution. So currently today, um, I'm a partner in a business that we have 19 locations around the U.S. that distribute pharmaceutical goods with 3PL. Wow, I'm amazed. That is a lot going on. In addition to public public service business, that's that's a lot. Um, Let's, uh, let's talk about the 2023 legislative session. Will likes to say things moved very fastly, wide open. So where are we right now in the session? You know, this is a part of the session that you either love or hate, and that is we're in the probably the last final two weeks. So the bills that you want to, we wanted to stay alive may be dead, but then there are those that you want to keep alive. And so bills are going to conference. So you're working with the House 
on those bills. The two sides are now working to come to an agreement. Uh, we'll do that for the next couple of days. We're meeting deadlines as well on, on uh, revenue bills, um, also on property bills. Just it's deadlines after deadlines is what we've been meeting for the last two weeks. So, um, but it is the critical time of the session where um, we work as a team to come out with what's best for the citizens of Mississippi uh, on what's left uh, alive, as we say. But also, we're working on appropriations. Um, I am. Uh, chairman of universities and colleges, so I also uh, serve as the appropriations chair for that as well. So I've been working on those with uh, the chairman of the committee as well. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. As we really, I know everyone's really excited over there to kind of sprint towards the finish line and Zani die, get things over with. Lots of good work that's going on across the street. Uh, let's take things back to transportation a little bit. Um, you are a part of two kind of big committees that deal with transportation, of course, the Senate Highways and Transportation Committee and, and Appropriations. So what's kind of going on with transportation infrastructure in 2023 legislative session? You know, for the last two years, we've tried to, number one, we have turned over the budget to MDOT. So we don't uh, line item. And that is, to me, that is huge for the MDOT uh, group. They can then strategically attack what the needs are versus my pet. Now, I'd love to go with my pet. Believe me, I've got a list of them, <laughs> and we all love to do that. But I think we've seen more improvement and more progress by doing that. So I am happy to have been a part of that over the last couple of years, and that's the intent again this year. And then, of course, some of you all may have heard uh, about the bill that the governor proposed um, and regarding the capital expense program, and that's the $500 million planned. Uh, I think you know that that, that that number varies whether you're from the House or the Senate, but uh, we're very hopeful that we do get this passed. This will be a another big, uh, you know, accomplishment for infrastructure. It, from my understanding, we're going to take the three-year plan and we're going to attack those projects that are shovel-ready. Now, the exciting part for that, for me, is that I have one of those projects, and that's Highway 15. And, you know, I've been a senator for the past 12 years and been a huge advocate for Highway 15. So if we can get this across the finish line, uh, this is going to be one of the biggest victories for North Mississippi. And what most people don't understand, Highway 15 in 1996 was put into a bill. We, we always think of Highway 55 being our north and south exit. However, and especially during the times of a hurricane for the south, um, so Highway 15 could also be that alternative. And that alternate, however, that's a two-lane road. And in Tippa County, just the piece that is in Tippa County, just to let everyone know, it is two and a half times the death rate, um, if you would, for accidents. Uh, based on the on the section of mileage and the section of where it is at currently today, so we are shovel ready. We're ex we're excited um, that you know the funding uh, we do come to a decision on the House and the Senate, and that uh, that funding is set aside, and we can move forward. Right on. So that's that's a great explainer of what's going on with uh, transportation infrastructure over over in the uh, Capitol right now, and it's really it's really nice to know that. Um, you know, that's kind of at the forefront of the conversation right now, for sure. Uh, and, of course, you are, you are part of other committees. You chair up the uh, un uh, Universities and Colleges Committee. So what's, what's going on over there? Certainly. I think one of the biggest things that we've accomplished this session is the uh, 
hospital nurse long retention program that is going to be utilized. We're going to utilize ARPA funding. Um, during the, um, the pandemic, we had a shortage of nurses, and that's continued throughout the state. So this has uh, been designed to uh, help in that manner. So what will, how this bill works, it, it, it's waiting the governor's signature um, today. We're hopeful that that will happen. Um, you will go to work. You have to be employed in a hospital in the state of Mississippi. Um, for each year, up to three years that you're employed in a hospital in the state of Mississippi, uh, as an RN, you will receive $2,000 toward your loan retention payment, uh, up, and that will equal out to $6,000 at the end. So hopefully that's going to help uh, you know, retain some nurses here in the area uh, in the state of Mississippi, whether that's in the middle of the south or the north. Um, so kind of excited about that, glad that uh, the House and the Senate could agree upon language on that, and we, we did get it passed uh, this session, just as I said, it's waiting the governor's signature. The other two bills that was really uh, strategic was the redesign of HELP and MTAG. That has not been approached in over 30 years, so it was important. Uh, there were nine meetings across over the summer with a, a nine-member delegation from both community college, junior college, and from the work uh, force area as well. So it was an opportunity to, and I'll tell you what was probably most important about that was the MTAG part. And we were converting, currently today MTAG is used by those students coming out of high school and can be used within the first two years of their graduation. So there's nothing that addresses um, a student that wants to return that's been out for four or five years. So it, through this passage of this bill and this redesign of that, it would then open the door for those wanting to return. And that's a huge impact. And it also today, it doesn't currently um, allow for certifications or technical career where it would, moving forward, it would allow for that. Um, and that's so critical in our state today because our we are needing that technical career path. Uh, we're needing the plumbers, we're needing the welders, we're needing those that uh, work the CMC, so machines. So uh, that, that's the important part of that. So it's in conference and we're waiting, um, you know, as we work through it this week. That's awesome. Sounds like a lot of good pragmatic legislation going through that, that committee. Uh, talked about transportation, we talked about colleges, universities, any other legislation that you're uh, they're keeping an eye on? No, th those are probably my uh, most critical at this time. We've already passed a lot of the controversial, which was, you know, which was really pertaining to the city of Jackson. So sure. that's behind us. So we're excited about that. We can move forward now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You uh, and you did talk about a project. Any other projects kind of going on in your district that you want to touch on or? Sure. You know, um, as I said, I, I feel like it's been a, a huge improvement with us uh, giving the money to, to transportation, trusting them to disperse it as it should be across the state of Mississippi. As a result of that, Highway 72 um, through Corinth was overlaid. Uh, they were just completing that. Uh, also looking at Highway 15 portions of that through Ripley as well. So those are exciting things happening in my district. Uh, again, we talked a little bit about if we uh, do get the capital expense program up and going and the, the alignment that we're looking for, then we would um, see Highway 15, uh, you know, completed through uh, Tippa County. So excited about that as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Getting things rolling. So Will Craft, uh, you know, my co-host isn't here today, of course, but he came up with this question. It's really fun. It's our favorite question, my mom's favorite question. So I'm sure you travel around the state a lot. I know you come down from up north. 
uh, to Jackson. So when you're out there on Mississippi highways, where uh, what's your favorite place to eat? Well, my favorite place is actually here in Jackson. It's Walkers. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, that's my – when I come back for session, that's, you know, uh, when we're asked where we want to have dinner, that's one of my first places to have dinner. So, um, but, you know, I'm, uh, there's a lot at, uh, from my hometown in North Mississippi that uh, – I would recommend anybody across the state, you know, you've got to come to North Mississippi and try the Slug Burger. Absolutely. What it, tell us about the Slug Burger. What is it? Well, it's, it's not made of snails or anything like that. So right, let's right. clear that up. You know, it's a combination okay. of cereals and beef. Uh, it was uh, developed during the Depression. And the reason that it became named as a Slug Burger was because a nickel was equivalent to a slug. And so thus you have the Slug Burger. Uh, but it was all based on monetary, not the ingredients. So, right. you know, it's uh, uh, it definitely it's a must try if you come to the north. Uh, there are p- several establishments uh, on 72 Highway. That's where you'll find most of them. And uh, the White Trolley is probably the most famous. Uh, th- that's most known, widely known throughout the state. Uh, it's been there uh, all of my life, and I won't tell you how many years that's been, but it's past my life too. So. <laughs> At least plus 50. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Love it. Uh, we definitely need to get up there and, and get a slug burger sometime. And I will ask you one more. There's a slug burger festival, I believe. There is that is. a thing? What's that? Well, it's a, it's a time that we acknowledge that slug burger. We, um, it's the first, always held the first weekend in July. Always hot. So prepare yourself if you're going to come to that. Yeah. There's always great uh, music. Uh, it's about a three-day festival. Uh, there's plenty of slug burgers being cooked throughout the area. Uh, Along with the festival, there'll also be the crafts and, and things of that nature as well. The, the fair, there'll be a short, you know, a little small carnival. Uh, so it's a, it's a big activity, lasts about three days, and, you know, we always get excited about that. And we have a lot of visitors, so we look forward to that again this year. Amazing. So in between the next time we talk, to, talk with you, bring you on the show, we'll all get a slug burger and, and report back. That works for you. Great. That's exciting. Awesome. All right. Well, Senator Potts Parks, we covered a lot of ground today. Thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us. Thank you for having me. It's been a a great experience, and I look forward to the next opportunity. Absolutely. And just real quick, any contact information if anyone wants to get in contact with you? Certainly. You can always email me at my Senate address, uh, email address, but you can also reach me on my phone at 662-415-4793. I'm not afraid to give that number out, and I encourage if you have suggestions for me or you know if there's something that I can be of help to you please don't hesitate perfect perfect again Senator Potts Parks thank you so much for uh, jumping in with us today and we'll go ahead and wrap things up there thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into the extra mile podcast you can watch and listen to episodes by visiting gom.com forward slash the extra mile follow us on social media at Mississippi DOT is the handle there we have our producer Katie Hornsby our editor Drew Hall we want to give them a shout out They do a lot of hard work behind the scenes. And without further ado, remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi Highways.